my brother. Uh, the sacrificial uh, giving that the uh, saints have done cannot go unnoticed. Uh, to this, my natural naked eyes can see some of these things. So I'm grateful. I see my prayer that God uh, blesses you for what you are doing because this is something that he, God is behind it. And God is using it. I would like to appreciate God for Brother Pio. Uh, his gift, that's why I keep telling saints back home, say I don't have all the gifts. I not a, uh, I, I'm not a prophet, I'm not a, uh, a pastor, I'm not a teacher, I'm not a, an apostle. I don't, I'm not an evangelist. I don't have all those gifts. At least I know to some, I know that I'm your pastor. That is clear to me. But you need other men of God uh, to impart spiritual gifts in your lives. And this will help you to be perfected as far as the word of God is concerned. That is part of my encouragement when we are preparing for the meeting. Uh, to come over this way. And I'm glad some of them have come, I mean, if some of them came. I would like to appreciate God for the band, for the good job that they are doing uh, all the way from uh, Friday, uh, their preparations for various assemblies. They are doing a good job for us. And it's my prayer that God blesses you uh, for that which you are doing. And uh, uh, more to that, I would like to thank God uh, to be in the presence of these dear men of God, uh, my uh, brothers in the ministry. Uh, COVID, uh, the pandemic has cut us off uh, from this sweet fellowship that we are experiencing for quite long. But uh, we thank God that He has done a miracle for us for us to have this meeting. It's not uh, an ordinary matter. At least a notable miracle has been done by God. Even if we don't see many physical miracles, we have seen this one is also physical, that we are here and that we are present. We are not mysteries. Uh, we are visible. So God has done something great that I would like to appreciate him for. And the Brother Charles Odula, as all the saints that came with him from all the way in Nairobi, Brother Odula is a body man. Uh, he loves the body and he builds the body. I want to thank you very much for your sacrifice that you have put in to be here. And you have always made an effort to be here. That should, uh, it should be true to all of us. And the men of God have been laboring all the way from Friday. Uh, I have been blessed, like my pastor said yesterday, even if we had closed that very Friday and said this time the convention had lasted for only one meeting, Friday evening, let everybody go. We would have uh, really been blessed. I was blessed because I was here. If I hadn't come, I would have not been blessed. That's, that's clear. 
a person who is not here does not know what is going on here. Just like a person who was not there on Friday is hearing what we are commenting on, how Friday message was good, but they cannot figure out. Karambuka has ever told us, you begin by listening, then you understand, and then try to implement. What will you understand when you are not there? So, I want to thank God what he has done for us as a fellowship in this country and in this region. This is something glorious. I have been longing for such a meeting for quite a long time. When men of God rise up, uh, in you, uh, uh, being inspired by God and blessing the congregation, I have really been blessed. Such a sweet fellowship. Where would we have got it if it was not God? We thank God for what he has done for us. This is not ordinary because some of us have been, you know, have been staying away from our meetings and we don't even maybe feel like we are missing everything, but it's true, we have missed a lot. So this is great. Brother Pio was used of God to deal with the actual problems that make the church uh, that have crept in the church, and this have made the church uh, lukewarm. This have made the church uh, uh, lose the vitality, uh, the freshness that we once had because of what has crept in the church. And as a child of God, I have been watching, I have been praying, say, God, won't you revive us? This has been my prayer, Brother Kumu. Won't you revive us? The time is fast gone, but the things we are seeing and hearing they, they do not reflect what we read of in the Word of God. More to that, what we given by our forefathers. We had left them because of the creeping wildness that has come in, in the church. And we have allowed them. We have allowed them. We, we, we feel we, we are part of them. But I like to say that we are a separate people. We are separate people. The God that called us uh, from the world, using Brother William Sorrows, he used that man of God to separate the fellowship from the rest of the denomination or denominationalism. He separated. One of the things Father William Sorrows had, I read it, and when he was about to go and attend the first meeting with the PAG, when PAG was going to be formed in Ancasas, uh, God ministered to him say that brother that is inviting you to go and attend that meeting is following a beast absolutely is following a beast so from time that this fellowship began we have been a separate people we have been an identified people wherever we are people have known us of what we are and what we believe what we cherish, 
the message that was given to us by our forefathers sets us completely apart. And this is the message of this book. We are not to follow in kindly, divisive fathers. We have a conviction in our hearts. I know what I believe in our It is in my heart. Nobody, my God's grace, can like it off. So I would like this maintained. I would like to see it going on. I would like to see it if this generation maintain that which we were received by our forefathers. This is the heart of my heart. Every other tradition that comes in by this creeping wildness absolutely offends my spirit. My pastor was referring to my wife yesterday. You came to the church as a little girl. But this little girl absolutely learned was there. Body touched her to learn, to see the way the body operates. And once in a while, we talk with each other. He said, oh, that God will help us. Oh, that God will revive us. I believe this day God has meant for our revival. I believe this is the time God has sent for our revival. Whether the devil wants it or not, we shall go on. Look at the call of God. This minister the call of God. It's God. And God ever of him. Every of us, I would like to pray that the, uh, the children of God, the saints of God, that know that they are not just the devil brought themselves to the church. Neither the devil bring you to the church. No, your friends bring you to the church. Oh, good music, me and the pastor. But you were added to this body. By Jesus, by God Himself. Like a such saints of God to rally behind their pastors. To rally behind their pastors. And start with this one. I want to say, this work is of God. My pastor, this work is of God. It's of God. Not devil. No worker of iniquity. No Satan. No foul spirit. is going to destroy it. I'm going to talk to this. Man of God can die. But because the workers of God will move on. It will move on. My prayer is that may God give us what Brother Muga has been giving us, the spirit of understanding. Brother Meme was used of God. Brother Pio was used of God. I would like you to know, I'm here to tell you that God is at work. He is at work. Don't take this meeting as an ordinary meeting. God is at work. 
give you the spirit of understanding for you to perceive the statement I was saying that God is at work. This old ship of Zion. We may incur some storms, but I'm telling you, it will move on. The body that I know as the body is gloriously unique. In all our operations, Uganda, all the way from Tororo, all these places that now the church has reached, they have known us. They knew us. Let me use that, that, that word. They knew us as a separate people. They knew us. I have one of the daughters that I invited when we were there for a meeting in the morning. She had taken so many years, she was here in the Soroti, without being part of the church. But when she came, she told her husband, these are the people. Oh my. This is the way they dress. This is the way they conduct themselves. This is the way. And that day, the first day she came in the trousers. So she was embarrassed. The following day she put on a dress. She told her husband, these are the people. All the way in Uganda, he said, these are the people. This is how they do their things. What makes us to admire to be inside, like Brother O'Brien told us, to admire what is on the outside, like a Samson admire. Where are the younger men that will be like Brother Mbuka and his other brothers on the source of River Nile? When they were only brothers in the church and they vowed to marry in the body of Jesus Christ. Today, I'm telling you, today, for me to be saved, I must have a boy that is talking to me about marriage. For me to be saved, I must engage a girl that will help me to stay in this church. In other words, we are putting, again, his message, priorities, our priorities are upside down. Our priorities are upside down. I came to this church, number one, to be saved, like Brother Book or Blessing. Salvation. Up to now, I'm still praying to God that I remain, that I will be saved. Up to now, marriage came along the way. My wife came to help me serve God. My wife did not come to destroy me. She came to help me serve the Lord. And that's the purpose of marriage and the purpose of, of union. 
of the two hours of us that we may bring forth golden seeds. Doctrines, and daily I am going to teach her doctrines. 
I'm going to teach you how to. I am going to teach you. Hey. If I begin having a picture at you, you will never forget if you have that mind. Because you don't know what you are talking about. This young man wrote the lady. What was the hidden foundation? Lies, 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 lies. Pastor, no. That one had just up. You mentioned one of the lies that the young men played on the pastor's mind. Lies, 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 lies. Did he really teach that girl even one doctrine? Did he have the calling to do that? All that he wanted is for, he, for me to allow him to stay with that hidden girl. I said, okay. I am one person that when it comes to what I know, Toronto was a good, good training ground for some of us. That the mere glance of certain things, we want to act right away. I call my, fa my father, the boss, Brother Mehmet, this, uh, this situation. And of course, like I already know, Brother Mehmet, Master, I told him. I am said to put him away. Right away. He said, okay. You are doing your right thing. But uh, let's give it time before you now act. I said, okay. For the sake of my father in the gospel, he knows more than I do. Let me give it time. Inside of my heart, I knew this young man had seen. So, let me obey my father, because he, is using, he has been used of God and is still being used of God. I took his word. Did they stay? They themselves, did they stay? <laughs> the hidden God took him outside of the church. What happened? Even when they were outside of the church, did the marriage a hold? Nothing. The heathen girl left, and so the heathen brother also left the church. Both of you have to be heathen too much. Yes, it takes a heathen in this church to go for a heathen outside the church. I am not going to to swallow that statement, it is right. <laughs> because if you are saved, you will not lose that such, such a thing. So, it takes a heathen to fetch a heathen. Yes. Right. Uh -huh. Let me also remind you, when God touches me, most cases I receive this is the, my speech receives fewer men, and that's why I know the problem is. 
Yes. That's true. The one who is saying the loud man is actually mine. But don't worry who I am. Some people have been praying for me. Their heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search their hearts. I try their reins, even to give a man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Sometimes we we had to complain when we are receiving the fruits of our own doings. Only God knows our hearts. You can't change one single person. Neither can you change yourself. That's why it's very important to cry to God. Because we do not know ourselves. Now I go to the book of Psalms. There's a verse of scripture that uh, David prayed. I like the way Brother Muka uh, was used of God to take us in the book of Psalms. There's a particular Psalms uh, one, uh, let me see, 100, uh, but, uh, oh my, it talks about, uh, David was asking the Lord, search me, O Lord. He said, Such me, O Lord. Pardon? Psalms 139, which verse of scripture? Verse, verse what? 23. Yes, this is one of my prayer uh, areas. Because I know the heart is wicked. My including mine also. Psalms uh, 23. 
This should be one of our prayers in this meeting. <coughs> Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thought. For what purpose? And see if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting. That is my prayer. Lead me in the way everlasting. Ever since the Lord saved me and added me to this body, I wouldn't want to miss the first phase of the first resurrection. That's my prayer. That's why when they play that song and sing it, we shall go on. That is it. It's my prayer that God helps us to such a ways. Now, that's why it is important to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. With us. When the Spirit of God comes down, take advantage of that. And pray that God helps you. Because there is only God who can search that wicked heart of ours and bring out what is not right. Let hmm? uh, me talk to something here about uh, uh, when he was commenting on Mark chapter 7, verse 21 of 23. Let me read it again. I would have something to comment uh, about uh, the message that my brother gave, Baropio. And of course, Brother Odula is a very sharp man of God. The Nairobi Church is blessed uh, to have him as, he, as his as their pastor. He analyzes everything. I don't have that gift. I just want to acknowledge that. That's why we love him in every meeting. He has something he adds uh, to us. So here in Mark chapter 7, and verse uh, from verse 21. Uh, for from within, out of the heart, from men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, manipulations, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. Now, the reason why men gave us that scripture. When he was telling us, uh, of course, he gave us so many lines of thoughts that was so, it was a revelation, like Brother uh, I said. Brother Meme, you answered one of my questions when I was listening to you on one of the messages online when you explained uh, that Hagar the bond, uh, the bond woman, and then uh, Sarah the free woman. But that one to me, well, because I had written it down as one of the questions I was going to ask on the Zoom meeting. You really answered my question. And that's why I love this. My phone, uh, my, my device can, uh, is not yet able to capture these other uh, uh, places like the morning, life, and all that. But uh, at least God has a uh, touched it uh, to help me listen to my pastor when he's preaching. That if you have never listened to that message, you listen to it. You will be blessed. 
that scripture, I don't want to mention it now, but maybe it will help some of you who, uh, who, are, who are receiving, who are being invited to go now and listen to such a message. So, remember I was commenting on something called witchcraft and the sorcery. He told us witchcraft is trying to make something out of nothing. And it is more than just herbs all going to the small hearts that our, our natural biological uh, parents used to go to. It is we can practice witchcraft while we are in the church. And Brother Meme went on and explained. Uh, he said witchcraft is that that can lead into God. Hmm? It is connected somehow to sorcery. He said the sorcerer will be bewitching, a bewitching influence upon somebody. Then he read us in Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9, uh, where we found Simeon. Acts chapter 8, verse 9 to 11. This is where he commented about, I'm not going to open that, because I have something that I would like to say that is to tie in in this. He talked about gossip. He says every gossip that influences another person is a witch. And the gossip, brothers and sisters, is one of the of the gates that we have allowed to destroy the church. Gossip. I can now see, practically I now see why Brother Lloyd Ogubi preached so hard about gossip. Almost every message. Gossip. He talked so strongly. Now we have phones. We can gossip at any time. We, it was less than because you had to walk uh, to transport your body to go to another person. But now, gossip has multiplied because of the phones. The wrong use of technology. We are using the technology instead of using it in the right way. So, gossip is something that kills a family, gossip kills a marriage, gossip kills a church, gossip can kill this fellowship. And may God help us to guard against that. That is my prayer. I now want to, uh, when, when we have had men of God speaking all the way from, uh, from Brother Pio, Brother Natipe, then Brother Abdullah, we've had seasoned man of God, Brother Abuga. These are good nuggets. We, God can help us. Let's stay in the church. We will find all that we need in the church. That is very, very important. That's why David said, one day in thy court, he said, it is better than a thousand. He said, I'd rather be a, a doorkeeper to the house of the Lord than dwelling, you know, outside there. If you think you are enjoying life, you are dying if you need to know. So, may the Lord help us. I would like to quickly talk something about the, uh, one of the things that Pio uh, mentioned in his summons. He said this is uh, this creeping wilderness, these gates, 
make us to become lukewarm. They make us to become lukewarm. And now I would like to say something about being about the lukewarmness. Uh, just briefly here because this is the message that uh, I just wrote down some things and then uh, uh, this was about uh, two weeks ago. I said, let me write down something in case uh, maybe God uh, touches me or touches this, the, 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 somebody to mention about it, then I will say, I will also uh, give this message. But if not, I was going to keep it. I had yet another message attacking sin directly. But then, <laughs> so you can see that I was not far from the appeal. I was not far from the appeal. Why? Because God hates the sin. Well, even this one here, you'll find that it will help us in some areas. This message I got it from Brother Glenn Goodwin. He said all the age is a curse. The strains of uh, the strains and the stress of the years steals the beauty and the vitality of the youth. And this happens to everyone of us and it happens to the church. The church is also called an elect lady. In the book of Second John, verse one, uh, chapter one, verse one, whereas Apostle Paul calls it the body of Christ, many of us are part of an established church, which we know as the body of Christ, that has been in existence for some time, with all the benefits and with all the judgments or the disadvantages that we have come across. Many saints and ministers have the wisdom of experience in this law, the church that has been around. Remember, from the days of Brother William Sodas. Now, what it touches me to give you this message is that every church is prone to apostasy. And that's why I'm, I'm giving this. Yeah? This is where many of us have reached apostasy. In this church, many saints and many ministers have the wisdom of it and experience, the accumulated knowledge of years of Bible teaching and spiritual understanding which comes with those years of operating in the New Testament church order. As you have stayed in the church, you realize you have quite a reserve of knowledge. Mm -hmm. All these are benefits that come as you put on more time in the church. But there is also the other vitamins or the body part of it, aging can also affect. Aging can also affect this electricity, the body of Christ, and in particular 
aging also affects the members of the church. Just as a human body weakens and gets frail in its advancing years, even so a church can lose vitality and zeal over time. Very true, every assembly has the potential to become lukewarm. That's why we have the warning of Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 here. Revelation chapter 3 and the verse uh, 15. The book of Revelation here. Uh, we can uh, open our Bibles and uh, read this. God had some comments here uh, on the church of Philadelphia. He said, I know thy works. This was a Laodicean church. I think so. That thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I spew thee out of my mouth. God said, I will spit you out of my mouth. Hey God, how fast? I would like God to spit me out of this truth. And as someone becomes lukewarm, Whenever significant or a big portion of the saints become lukewarm. An assembly becomes lukewarm. And what is the assembly? I'm talking about us, the children of God. When the majority of the members in that church become lukewarm, then the assembly is lukewarm. What am I meaning? We don't we don't have more people receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost than those who don't have. When the body members become lukewarm, what will happen? They will quench the Holy Ghost, those who have ever received. And what will happen? We will have more, more people without the Holy Ghost in the church. In the band, what will happen? Whenever they will be playing, they will be passing death from the instrument, by the instrument, to the congregation. So the congregation dies. Yet they are ministered to, they are ministering together with their pastor. A church like we know, it is not just a building or the stage. We all know that as common knowledge. It's a group of people who have been called out of the world and into the body of Christ. A group of people that have been called out of the world into the body of Christ. It is true to be in this world and it is hard to be in this world and not be part of the world because we are not taking heed 
to the lessons and messages being given by the pastors. But it is clearly true what Jesus Christ said, though we are in this world, we are not part and we should not be part. Neither should we get even one stone from Babylon to build this. We want to be like a so-and-so. Let so-and-so be what he thinks has been called to be, and let's remain what God has called us to be. Amen. I have some few signs here. I know you can even get more. Some signs that show that you are losing the fire of your zeal for the Lord. When you lose the fire of your zeal for the Lord, then you become lukewarm. I just have a few of them here. One, maybe I may not be counting them, but since I've already mentioned you, figure one, let me continue. Prayer ceases to be a vital part of your life. Prayer ceases to be a vital part of your life. In other words, what will happen then? You just wake up like a a heathen, you go for your business, you go for your work, you don't think you must pray. Uh, Buddha has just assured us that the more you pray, the more you are showing God that you depend on Him, that you love Him. And many of us, we just wake up and move on with our normal responsibilities of the day. To the extent that even when food is given to you, you don't thank God for it before you eat. Yes, I'm telling you, whatever word God allows to come out of the minister when he's here, it's not falling, just it's not for zero. Somebody needed that. There are even the husbands. That don't even thank God for the food. I'm not, I'm not talking about thanking the wife for cooking, but to thank God before he, he attacks the food. The devil deceives him that he's in a hurry, he has little time. Your love to read and study the Bible ceases and you are content with the knowledge you already have. Your love to read and study the Bible ceases and you are content with the knowledge you already have. There are some brothers that thought he had gotten out of knowledge during the, the, the time of our Lord Goodwin when he was still ministering. So they thought they would go home now and only wait for the resurrection, the first resurrection. What happened? They backslid. Hmm. 
Every time you are contented with what you already have, you are on your way becoming a lukewarm. What am I saying? There must be always a hunger for more from God than what you have already received. Three, compassion and love for others grows cold. Compassion and love for others grows cold. Brother Meme, one of the cardinal things that kept me in the church in Tororo was the love you had taught the children of God. They embraced me who was coming from the village for the first time reaching something called a town was the Tororo. And the children of God were able to, to embrace me. Some even blamed the elder that he helped, that he absolutely moved together with me all the way from the village to town. Why do you stay with your brother and you don't introduce him to us? That he is the one of us. Sister Grace blamed that elder. They embraced me. I said, what a love that these people have for God's people. And you know what that meant? At the same time, at home, my only parents had waged the war because of the special salvation at embraced. I told one of my brothers, I'm ready to leave home, go and stay in Toronto. Why? Because of the love they had. How many people are comfortable around you? How many? And how many people are this are not comfortable around you? How many have you chased from church because of your and becoming all unfavorable welcome. From a village, I was made to stay with somebody who had been living in the town for years. You know how hard, how ignorant person who is coming in the town for the first time can be. The church in Mitororo was able to accommodate me because of the teachings of my pastor. And I felt comfortable. That's why, no matter how hard Brother Memory rebuked me, I know he's doing it because he loves me. I know he was doing it for me because he loves me. And this is what he has put in the sense of God. No one would talk about how I had dressed. No. Nobody would comment badly. Today, someone comes in the church looking like he's well beaten. Even if you are seated, you would want to comment negatively about that person. How will you evangelize? 
May God help us. Amen. Now, I have said compassion and love for others grows called. Next. This is number four. When you get back, may God touch you to go through and widen the scope of everything here that I'm saying. Like Brother Odula was able to go to the details and break it down for us that message. Number four is sports recreation. Comma. Sports. Comma. Recreation. Entertainment. And going for holidays. Going for parties. Become a large and a necessary part of your thinking. We have children of God nowadays that are that you know the program almost throughout the year of where we are going to have that entertainment, where we are going to have so-and-so the party, we are going to have some of those parties are not bad. Birthday party, but they do it in a godly way. I have seen Brother Goodwin play celebrating his birthday. That day, while we were seated on a, uh, in a dining hall, people who were aware of it bought a cake and they sang a song. And they really prayed for him. You say that is a dog. Where there is no punch tea, what soda? Eh? <laughs> all you want for, all you want is what takes place at the party. It is beyond the party. Sports. Brother Pio mentioned about sports. Sports is, has become a big goal to many of our Christians. I have come down. Don't say, don't imagine the announcing has left me. But sports has become a big goal, a, a big goal to many of our young people. And it can take one, even from a Sunday service. They will not appear, they will not appear. But my team is praying. They know every player, even if those players have never reached Kampala. And this person is in Lira. These players are in Europe. They know by name, they will tell you who got an injury. They will tell you when he's recovered, when, he, when he's getting treatment. They will tell you when he is being discharged. They will tell you how he has now started coming to the football pitch to watch. Sports has become a goal. Look at the number of people that go to the stadium before COVID. 
even after they have opened, opened the economy, even before they opened the economy, some people are playing football. They have many attend. They want them to come for a service. Children of God give big chunks of money to support sports because this is their God. Why won't you become lukewarm? You have changed the gods. Okay? Entertainment. The work of God can wait, but I'm going. Number five. That's again about Opio. One of the ministers talked about. So this message is not offside. Hmm? Listen. Number five. Acquiring money and goods is more important than acquiring the things of God. You see here in my book, getting money is not bad. But when you get it, like Brahma Buddha said, know how to balance. Remember the work of God, the church should be number one. My pastor has already taught me. The church should be the pivotal, pivotal point of your life. Pivotal. In other words, everything should begin and end with the church. But we will sneak out, not telling the pastor where we are going. We are going to watch football. We will sneak out, not telling the church. Europeans said we are not attached to the ministry, which is as true as that. That's why we have less younger men that have a conviction, that have a desire, just leave alone the conviction, but a desire to study the word of God and minister together with their pastor. And stand with their pastor because of these, these things here. Six, you carry bitterness, anger, or hard feelings toward other saints and murmur against them. Again, gossip. Once you carry bitterness in your heart and you come here, you come in church that you are coming to pray, you will not touch God. Because you already have a grudge against one brother, against one sister. You will not touch God. You will not feel God. IP number six. You carry bitterness, anger, or hard feelings toward the other side. And mama against them. Seven. You watch morally degrading movies. Morally degrading movies. TV websites. 
and read morally degrading literature. I would have added the pornography there, but I didn't write it in my book. So you put it in yours. Pornography is one of them. When you are given to watching that, there's no time for reading the Bible. No time. No time. No time. I'm telling you, no time for the Bible. No time. How will you stand up and quote even a scripture in your testimony? No time for reading the Bible. Young people watch these movies up to late in the night. Even if tomorrow, be careful with the people who sleep in church. It's all possible. They are they were watching those degrading movies up to late. Some of them, especially younger people. As a parent, you can say now, regulate, regulate. They're watching over TV. Say, I want to news. But that's not enough. They have the phones. They have the phones. They have the phones. What are you doing, parents? They have the phones. They have the phones. They will sleep on their beds and watch. Until 3 a.m., some up to 4. That's when they remember they have to sleep. Tomorrow is a sad day. They will come and go to the church. They will struggle with sleep all along until you close the service. Because they were watching in the night. So how will you be vibrant? How will you serve God with that kind of activity? They watch. You ask them, what were you watching tonight? Ah, no, not watching. Maybe some of you, those of you parents who have children, maybe you, I'm talking what you have so experienced. Ah, me, daddy. When you see me with on my phone, it's because. I'm listening to a divine message. <laughs> the parent is not able to access that divine message, so he has shown that after all my children, no more computer, they are more, they are more educated than myself. I think so. Now. <laughs> If you have never had an experience, I mean, this kind of assignment, you can carry it out when you leave this meeting. It's the time for prayer. Let's all pray. Let's gather together at the family altar. I'm talking of the fathers that are also not local. So, then people come. Remember when everybody was eating a meal? They were awake. Let the prayer time begin. 
majority of the members of the panel on the panel altar are dozing and the seniors are dozing. You say now, what do I do? Brother Mamie used to give us guru tips during the, the overnight prayers. And that's why I love that experience, Brother Mamie. He said, now, if you, are really, if you really love God, like Brother Muga was telling us, and you want to talk to God, you pinch yourself. You kneel on the hardy surface and talk to God. You stand up and talk to your Creator. I am not your Creator, it's God. You do that. They are let all wash your face. We record what others, even if they wash the face ten times, they will still, their eyelids will be like they are put glue. <laughs> now, the amazing thing is, after that prayer, after closing, say, I don't know, everybody is sober. <laughs> everybody is sober going to their rooms. Very sober. I am saying that devil wants to destroy the church. I am not wasting time. I'm not joking. That devil wants to destroy the church. These people who are behaving at the public altar, they are the members of the church. They are the church. Thank you. They are the church. So what do you want? What do we have? You can now brand that church that day a sleeping church. When the church is lukewarm, it is asleep. Read Matthew 25, that parable. One brother quoted the brother Natipe. Both the wise and the foolish. Slumbered and slept. Now, let me hurry here. Next point to that you find yourself adapting contentedly to the world's lifestyle. This is a sign that you are lukewarm. You are that contented, you are content with the lifestyle of the world. Regardless of what the scriptures say. Next point is the slightest excuse seems sufficient to keep you from doing your spiritual duty. The slightest excuse seems sufficient enough to keep you from doing your spiritual duty. Oh, I was caught up. How were you caught up, brother? I was caught up first. I just, I was late. What made you late? I was caught up. <laughs> Headache. Our oh, young people today, 
Even when the church is not very far, it's not like in Kampala city. Where you need to go, maybe trans uh, a, a, a taxi, but you can walk. If there is no money for border border, I'm not going to church. Leave me, let me stay. I'll wait. When you get money for us, then we shall go next weekend. Slight excuse. Next, this is the answer I'm giving you. Church attendance, especially midweek, midweek prayer services and Sunday evening worship is no longer important enough for you to make an effort to be there. That's no. You are lukewarm. I have already told you the danger of being lukewarm is that if you don't repent and be zealous for God, for the things of God, the Lord will spew us out. The Lord is not tied to us. The early church became apostate, apostate in less than a hundred years. What happened? In Ephesus, they destroyed every church the Apostle Paul built. In just a few years after his passing on, how long was the Corinthian church? This is now the prayer of my, this is where the basis of my prayer. How long was the Corinthian church? How long was it a shining beacon of truth and godly order? Was it 40 years? Was it 60 years? We thank God that this fellowship has been in existence for at least now more than 100 years. But brothers and sisters, should it go in apostasy on our watch? Brother Bullion said, what the first generation fights for, and the second generation builds, the next generation often loses it. In which generation are we? May the Lord help us. Amen. We don't want to lose this. Amen. May the Lord help us. Amen. If you have not yet understood about this body, pray. Pray that God reveals it to you. May the Lord bless you.